Hear that? It's the sound of you catching up on all the latest and greatest fintech news, trends, and updates thanks to Streetworthy, Yield Street's bi-weekly newsletter. Stay in the know with CEO Melinda Mahiri as he takes a closer look at what's happening in the fintech space, then breaks down what each story could mean for investors like you. Give your portfolio the edge it deserves and subscribe to Streetworthy on LinkedIn today. What is good, everyone? Nicole Casperson here, and welcome to another edition of News Bites, a Yield Street times What the Fintech collaboration. Today, I'm weighing in on timely fintech news topics and trends you should be paying attention to. In this episode, we are going over Web3 wallets. Are they the new star child of fintech? Buy now, pay later, giant Klarna cuts its workforce by 10%. And Neobank Varo could be set to run out of money by the end of the year. Let's dive into it. I'm Nicole Casperson, fintech journalist, and this is What the Fintech. Web3 wallets are seemingly the new star child of fintech, as GameStop, Revolut, and Robinhood announced they will be launching their own variations. The wallets are self-custody or non-custodial places to store cryptocurrency, NFTs, and other digital assets. It is an interesting move to launch a Web3 wallet in the wake of so much widespread bottoming out of crypto prices. The releasing of the Web3 wallet could be a marketing strategy to distract from the recent crypto crashes, or it could be a genuine indication of a strong new Web3 offering. But if Web3 is indeed destined to take off as the next and most significant cultural development in our increasingly digital lives, then Web3 wallets are likely to thrive in direct proportion to this trend. The wallet will become the first place we all go, the primary interface between us and the huge Web3 world. In that sense, it has much more potential to impact our lives than the Web2 wallets we are accustomed to, like the ones offered by Google or Apple since the latter serves simply as a place to store and move value. Web3 wallets, in comparison, might be used to vote, to sign transactions, to trade assets, and much more. Buy Now Pay Later continues to make headlines as Klarna cuts 10% of its staff following a mismatch between valuation and profits. This cut comes as part of a more general squeeze in the tech sector, likely influenced in part by the recent crypto crash. The Swedish buy now pay later fintech giant Klarna is now a household name. Many of us have used its services. And with a recent valuation of $45 billion, they last raised a round totaling $640 million. However, their losses in the last quarter were four times greater than this time last year. Huge general and administrative costs are likely to blame as Klarna has been reaching into new markets and cuts are a tried and true way to reduce expenses. As we watch Klarna cut valuable staff to reduce expenses, we can also see that fintech companies Affirm and Upstart have sustained a huge drop to their valuation over the last six months. Of course, these fluctuations may be nothing more than the volatility that we always expect to see in the market from time to time. Neobank Varo could be set to run out of money by the end of the year after spending three years and $100 million on securing an official banking charter. Because this young bank has yet to be profitable, the company has not in fact been able to pursue both growth and profit, as they had intended to do with the charter. The main benefit of a neobank going through the lengthy and expensive process of getting a bank charter is the deposit insurance protection. This protection means that Vero can store their customers' deposits rather than storing them with an official chartered partner bank. 
This then means that Varro can lend against the deposits they hold and make income from the interests. This is, after all, where the main income for a consumer bank comes from. However, the neobank is spending quicker than it can grow, which spells disaster if the rate of loss continues. Varro is under a lot of pressure to simultaneously cut its costs and to raise additional outside funding if it wants to survive. The neobank doesn't actually do that much lending for a bank, which is why their interest income has been net negative until very recently. The problems this causes for the company are compounded by the fact that the average user has less than $100 in their account. All right, FinTech fam, that does it for this edition of News Bites. Thank you to our friends at Yield Street for collaborating and to our listeners for tuning in. If you love this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You can find me on all your favorite podcast platforms. Until next time, talk to you soon. Support for this podcast comes from Yield Street. Trying to time the stock market can lead to regret. At Yield Street, our alternative investments are designed to create predictable secondary income streams, providing you with tools to help put your money to work immediately. These investments in asset classes like art, real estate, and legal finance typically have low correlation with the stock market and target annual yields up to 7 to 10%. Welcome to the next generation of investing. Welcome to Yield Street. Sign up today at YieldStreet.com.